I'm Ashley, and our very special guest today is Todd Robert Anderson. Hey, Ashley. Thank you for having me on your show. It's very nice uh, 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 to be on your show. I'm excited. Cool. And and, And we're talking... I'm out here in Simi Valley, California, and you're in some some other place. Uh, where's that? Coatesville, Pennsylvania. Very exciting. Co- Co- Coatesville. What what ha- what happens in in that place? Goes on. Um, like reunions and uh, like there was um a reunion at the park. It's called the East End Reunion, and it was amazing. They had like bounce houses and stuff there, and they had the best food. I've Mm, it was so good wait what is it it's a reunion of what it's i don't know i guess like the neighborhood they like do it every year i guess so next year we're gonna get involved in it that's cool and it's just called the reunion and everyone the east end reunion i think no that's a that's a cool way of looking at it uh, uh, naming an annual event i think yeah Uh, the, the annual reunion i like it yeah it was pretty cool and um they had like Colt 45 there and I think they had Corona's. I don't know. I didn't have any. We had to go back to our house. We lived like a block away. We from saw them. They were selling that Billy D Williams beer. Sure. I don't know who that is. <laughs> That's uh, uh Lando Calrissian from empire strikes back. Oh my God. That, that actor. Uh, you know yeah. what shirt I'm wearing? Empire Strikes Back right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what? My boyfriend's so, gonna listen to this and disown me. A, yeah, you're gonna get in trouble for that. You're gonna get letters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, he used to do ads. Uh, we're obviously of, of different generations uh, uh, in the '80s. Uh, TV ads for Colt 45, and it was Billy D. Williams. You know, who, you know, before Star Wars happened was, you know, his whole persona was cool motherfucker. I mean, this is a badass cool <laughs> guy. And he just, sit, all he was doing is sitting in a chair and there'd be like hot ladies around him. And he'd just look at the camera and he'd, all he said was cold 45 works oh, yes. every time. It, it works every time. <laughs> I'm going to say it does. I probably hooked up with so many dudes after drinking cold 45 40s. <laughs> You're welcome, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I never, uh, never got that deep into the Colt 45 myself. So, well, 40s were like super cheap. So, and I was a like a broke punk kid, and so were all my friends. So, 40s were the way to go. Many well, years. that's that's what I was doing when I was in New York in college, uh, was mostly 40 ounces, but I, I didn't do the Colt 45 very often. I did. I more was just like a straight up 40, a Budweiser. Uh, yeah. Which is pure rot gut. And then, um, <laughs> and then like Mickey's. Yes. I love Mickey's. I love yeah. Mickey's. Well, I say that now I probably haven't had one in like years. I'll bet you would think it's really gross. 
probably, I can't even finish a PBR now. And I used to live off those and like shots of whiskey or Jägermeister citywide oh special in Philly. Gosh. I know. I, I don't even know how I survived. I don't know. I, I never got into the Jaeger thing or the Goldschlager. That was another one. Like when I was oh. in college, like it, everybody was like, let's do shots of Goldschlager. And I'm like, it literally has flakes of gold floating around in it. That doesn't seem like it would be good for your bowels. Yeah. Or just like any part of your body. <laughs> it's like splice you up inside. I don't want that. Yeah. I didn't like that stuff at all. Well, I don't like licorice either, and all that shit tastes like licorice. Yeah. I was, like, after having, or, like, being pregnant and all that jazz, I really liked the taste of fennel, because, like, I would drink, like, tea with it in, but, like, oh, I, sure. I wouldn't touch black licorice, like, I use fennel like I use fennel as a you know a spice all the time like yeah put it in, in soups and lasagnas and everything I really but I, like yeah sure but it sweetens yeah. things up a little bit uh but you know pure black licorice flavor I, I I just I don't it's not my thing I don't get it no my grandpa used to eat it I'm just like how didn't somebody it's die good. from eating too much of that. Black licorice once. I'm. I don't. Maybe. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I feel like people have died of all kinds of dumbass things. So sure. Why not? Yeah, I'm really excited to see how I die. <laughs> Do you th- <laughs> Do I think about it a lot? Yes. <laughs> Do you think it's going to be uh, like unique in some way? Uh, I really hope so. Like, I just, okay. I just really hope it's like the dumbest way possible. And like, I keep coming up with things like I want to be cremated, but like if I did have a headstone, like what I would say on it. And today I was actually talking to one of my friends and I was like, I really hope when I die, somebody said, says that you are, that I died doing what I loved trying to die. And he's like, you're so stupid. I like that. When I first uh, was on Twitter, back when Twitter is new, the recurring joke I always did is my, it started with my tombstone will probably say blah, blah, blah. I I did that all the time. But I I haven't done it in a while. I don't know. Well, you're going to start doing it now. So. Okay. I actually, it was. It was, I didn't, you know, I have so few Twitter followers and I still have that, but like back then even less. And, uh, and I was at a, a storytelling event in which I was telling a story and this guy came up to me and was like, yeah, I love your, uh, I love your tombstone jokes. And I was like, what? That's amazing. <laughs> I love it. It's like, oh, okay. And I, I kept doing it. I almost was going to stop then, and I kept doing them for that guy. But okay, then, you know, he never retweeted or called me or anything. So, fuck that. I stopped doing it. Well, all right. I'm going to get hella drunk today, tonight, <laughs> and uh, start it. Because <laughs> I have a few ideas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Do My it. friends are probably like, are you going to kill yourself? I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's part of the thing is that like, you know, I was posting it on all of my 
social medias at the time. And, you know, I realized I had to start editing myself, the stuff I posted on Facebook, especially because just because, you know, my parents read it and they're constantly concerned about my mental health because it's never very good, but, uh, you know, understandable. But just to keep them from worrying, I I tend to leave I leave the darker stuff on Twitter. But not. I have two separate Facebooks for that. Um, and I'm a peon, so. Um, <laughs> but I have like a family Facebook because my nana doesn't need to see the stuff that I post on my Facebook. But I do use it more when I get a Facebook ban because of the stuff that I post on my Facebook. You get you get suspended. You're saying like all the time. And uh, what is the nature of your post that gets you suspended? Talking general men or saying men are trash. Like that will always catch that. You will catch a Facebook ban saying men are trash. Even really? if you are a man saying it. Yep. And, 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 and you simply said men are trash and you got suspended. Yeah. I got like a 30 day ban. I can probably like go back in my history of like my Facebook bans. I wonder if That's I can do insane. that. <laughs> my, I mean, my friend, you know, who's, uh, you know, he's a contrarian by nature and he likes to get in fights. Like if he's out in, in an actual place, he'll get in an actual fight, you know, it's, you know, so it's the same on Facebook, except he can't punch anyone sort of thing. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, because he's a writer and a critic and all that stuff, he, he, he says very inflammatory things uh, that you, you know, you could say are satirical or whatever you could, um, but the algorithms uh, get very upset. That's wonderful. And I want to talk to this friend because I feel like we would be really good friends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure he would like you and and you might like him. Although he's not, you know, he's not a people person. He doesn't, He's a very interesting guy. I, I, I I love him. And I think he is uh, actually a very loving person, but his love comes inside, you know, this ball of frustration and rage that he uh, can't necessarily, he doesn't necessarily uh, handle himself. Well, he's the first person who would admit that I'm not Um, speaking. I have so many friends like that. And they're my favorite people. Like, I know this sounds like probably like, cliche or whatever but like my favorite people like say the most fucked up things and actually one of my friends is on twitter who like destroyed my batman joke yesterday and i was like oh no wait wait did he scoop it or he just he tagged on some some joke i assume this is about batman eating catwoman's yes bad I said that Batman is actually DJ Khaled because he doesn't eat pussy. And then my friend was like, you're like the 20,000th person to make that joke. And I was like, I'm sorry. I wasn't on Twitter all day. (laughs) I, you know, I always think that, and I will do, if I have a, a thing I want to say about something that's trending, I will go and I will search to make sure that nobody has made my joke. Before. Really? Not me. I'm yeah. a dumbass. I'll do it. I don't care. Nobody knows me. I don't care. Yeah, I shouldn't care. I don't know why. I just don't want, you know, because that's happened before. But I've also, 
I've had like I heard like a lot of people made the same joke about that same issue was what you know why do you think there's you know nothing on the lower half of his mask that yeah. was the bad one the, the obvious oh, yeah. one. and so many people made it and then they made it on the Daily Show and I was like that's actually happened to me before where I've tweeted something that didn't wasn't didn't get that kind of play like everybody making the same joke or anything and then the same thought appeared in a Trevor Noah monologue and I get a little, but I have so few followers. I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to chalk it up to great minds thinking alike, but it's just weird. It's just weird. You know, mm-hmm. but, pretty but also the very fact that you got busted for making one of these Batman jokes. And then I heard on the daily show, a joke that I'd heard all day. Like that's when, like, like in this new social media world of writing comedy. I think comedy writers have to be on top of that. And if you're seeing the same joke, I mean, all you had to do was go on Twitter to see that same joke about Batman's mask everywhere. Yeah. And if that's the joke everybody's making and you have a national television show, then you stay away. Don't do that joke. Oh, thank you. I thought you were going to say do it. I was like, please don't say that. (laughs) No, don't just don't do that joke. If you don't have anything to add to it, like you could take it and run with it. Sure. Uh, You could yes and the hell out of it. I'm good. But if all you do is say, if has Trevor Noah say, why do you think it's like, you're just repeating the same joke. That's fucked up. I liked, okay. So the joke about like why he doesn't have the bottom part of his mask because he's, he needs to the cops to know he's white. I thought that was hilarious. So that's, I don't know. Like, I feel like it's more clever than this. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But man, whatever. I don't know. I don't know why I got mad about people writing jokes. That's a stupid thing to get mad about. I love Twitter because I will get lit and like, I forget about Twitter for like months Mm -hmm. and then I get on it. I'm like, why don't I stop doing this? But I get lit and then I make stupid jokes and sometimes it's a hit and sometimes it's not. Do you ever, uh, like one of my things that I worry about when I'm lit and going on a, you know, a a Twitter joke tirade or whatever is that, you know, because I have, I've, I've been drunk and said mean shit to people on Twitter and that I've apologized for. (laughs) (laughs) The next day, I've been like, I'm so fucking sorry I said that. That was horrible. I'm removing it. <laughs> Please accept my apologies. I'm a terrible person. Um, you know, and and it was just like drunken joking that came out wrong. I mean, it, it didn't even come out wrong. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I was being mean. <laughs> <laughs> but in my head, when I was doing it, it was funny. But then, you know, that's I, me. I, like was, all the time. Like my, I was talking to my friend before. Um, like doing this and I was like I'm so freaking nervous and he's like dude just be you and I was like I know and I was like you know I'm so sorry <laughs> I don't mean to be mean to you right now uh, <laughs> yeah well that ha- we all get there I mean that's the truth of it we all get there we all get mad and make fun of the wrong things I mean I was like it, you know if if you go back and you watch a lot of the like talking about getting busted for stuff you did a long time ago. I'm so glad that my film pig show when we were a live stage show didn't get picked up and put on TV. <laughs> oh yeah. Go so on. Trouble now. Well, no, just, you know, this was the nineties when we were doing it and, 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 and the early aughts. 
I mean, we did it for a long time, but you know, we were making off color. We were off color and blue. That was our thing. It was a midnight show. It should by default be very R rated or NC 17, you know, cause yeah. it's the middle of the night. This is for young people who are adults sort of thing. Um, but you know, when I go back and I watch old tape of the shows, I'm like, Oh Jesus Christ, did we really make that joke? I mean, you know, like, uh, like to be frank, you know, obvious homophobic, transphobic jokes, stuff like that, like homosexual panic jokes, um, that there really is no defense for anymore. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, and, and so often when people get mad at cancel culture, uh, you know, as my, uh, uh, angry friend often does, um, <laughs> you know, I, I think to myself, well, those aren't jokes that I would make anymore. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, and the fact that I made them makes me cringe just like, you know, conversations maybe in the past that I got called out on being, you know, a sexist or whatever, where the yeah. person who called me out was right. And I was wrong. And I go, Oh shit. I didn't, you know, perceive <laughs> if you're an open-minded person, somebody with a good point can change your perspective on yourself as much as it, oh, yeah. anything and then you can uh, be more sensitive going forward to, you know, people who aren't you sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, for me, it's, it's not the horrible thing that, uh, you know, Ted Cruz makes it out to be the cancel culture thing. Um, but you mean the Zodiac uh, killer. <laughs> yeah, we all know. Ted, we know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just, uh, I almost rewatched that movie, but then I didn't that, uh, wasn't that Fincher, David Fincher, who did Zodiac, that movie with, uh, you never saw this. Mm-mm. That's it's good. Do you like uh serial killer stories? I do a lot. Like, I'd like, I feel like, okay. So, oh my God, I'm such a dork, right? Now. I went to school for like criminal justice. Cause I was like obsessed with like criminals and like murderers and all this shit and then like everybody i feel like everybody started doing it and then everybody knew everything about every serial killer and i was like well i guess i don't need to know anything anymore about them like i used to like read all these books and shit i never finished college yet i think i might eventually i don't know whatever but yeah if if my boyfriend was here ian he would be all on this. Like he remembers every movie who directed, produced it, was in it. And I'm just like, oh. but anyway, telling you it was that movie. Sorry. I totally got off track. <laughs> no, that's totally cool. Well, obviously you're a person who remembers the movie itself. I would say in the narrative, like your empire strikes back, but you might not know the names of all the actors who play the character. Yeah, he knows everything. I get the gist of it. Like, I, Oh my God. So stupid. Like it's so annoying. Like we'll be watching something like a show that has multiple like seasons, whatever. So we'll watch it together. Um, and I will be like making dinner, like walking like in front of the TV and just like happen to hear something. And then he'll be like, Oh, what, when did this happen? I'm just like, oh, this is like the whole thing. And I'm just like listening to it. I think it, I think it them off. I listen to like talk <laughs> all day. So I don't know. <laughs> did you say he's listening to a podcast all day? I, well, he does usually. And so I do sometimes 
What do you but listen to? I don't know. To? I can multitask. Um, I listen. <laughs> my favorite one is Mysteries of the Unexplained. It's these mm-hmm. two people, Annie and Will, and they tell story, ghost stories, and it's just they're hilarious. And they do voices and stuff. Oh my god, I love them. That that sounds great. What is that? The only one, or what else? Uh, I listen to BBC News, uh, the Global the Podcast. News? Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's like pretty. Yeah, it it's nice to hear the perspective of journalists from another uh, place. Um, yeah. It is interesting, though. I can understand how, if you lived in the UK, you would call the BBC slanted, in because it does pick and choose its stories in 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 an interesting way. I would say. Oh, well, that's good to know. That it leans in a certain way politically. I mean. Yeah. I mean that that those politics are so really ultimately different from ours that like you know what they call conservative and liberal is different than what we do. Um, so it's I, I'm fine with it. Their whatever their political leaning is, it has no effect on me. Whatever yeah. in the information I I garner from them, so that's why I'm fine with it. Yeah, like I find stuff on there, like even like the. Um, website bbc news i like find like the most interesting like articles like i would never know about if i just like looked up philadelphia news or maybe i would maybe i'm just being an asshole who knows they are they are good with the the human interest stuff too they find like really cool stuff to finish their podcast with unlike you know in the states you know any newscast or whatever it all ended yesterday or the day before. I can't remember uh, with that that dog uh, wasabi that 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 won the Westminster you know dog show competition, whatever it's called. Uh, yeah. you saw that thing. Yeah, that, like little, <laughs> little ball. that was the joke. By the way, that yesterday I like went through. I was like, "Has anyone done this? Has anyone done this? Can I find someone who did this?" Because all I did was post a picture of that dumb dog and write goat over it because that was what everybody was doing with other stuff for a long time. Yeah. You should do that with C3PO. He doesn't get enough attention. I'm just you don't think C3PO gets enough. Okay. So what people can't see, cause this is an audio podcast, but I can see is behind you is a, a full size cutout. Is it a cutout of uh, a C3PO? Cardboard? It is. He's my favorite. We have Boba Fett in the, our bedroom. Oh, nice. We're trying to get some Darth Vader and stuff for the boys, my kids' room, but I don't think there's enough room in there. But I, For cardboard cutouts. We have a uh, – the only one we have is a full size, and I did not buy this, and I would not buy – I don't think I'd buy any full-size cardboard cutout. Uh, but, uh, somebody bought it for my kid. So it's in our sunroom and it's a full size cardboard cutout of Jason Statham. <laughs> I'm sorry. My laugh is like super obnoxious, but that is genuine. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, 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 I won't. I kind of love it. It came and it came with a mini Jason Statham too. (laughs) There was a full size and then a really tiny one that you can put on a shelf. And so we have the little mini Jason Statham who gets moved around, you know, because my wife hates uh, uh, tchotchkes and stuff. She doesn't like them. 
because yeah. they've gathered dust and it's cluttery. So she'll like remove it somewhere and then my kid will take it out and move it one place and I'll move it somewhere else. Imagine it's, you uh, like your elf on the shelf. It is. <laughs> it's our stay them on the shelf. <laughs> oh my God, it's amazing. Yeah, it's fun. I put them, uh, I put stay them and I do a, a live show on Wednesday nights now called uh, My Favorite Shitty Movie. And Jason Statham's always behind me uh, on the, on this camera. Oh my God. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you been to the movie? Stupid, but I stopped myself. Oh no, no. Good for you. Good for you. It's good to self editorialize. Uh, <laughs> uh, what, what, uh, have you, what have you done? Like w- what's the deal where you are as far as reopening is concerned and all that? Was it ever closed? Yeah. So it was really weird. Like right when COVID started, I was like talking to my supervisor like every day, like, Hey, it's, uh, it's getting close to us. And I was like, like, are we going to be able to like not come to work? And then like three days later, I'm not even joking. They were like, everyone's work from home, which they were starting to do anyway. It just like got thrown together a lot faster. So I've been working from home, but like, Right now, everything, like if you if you have the vaccination and whatever, and I I don't know, I always carry my card with me just in case, but um, you don't have to wear a mask. Um, But like if my kids have to wear it because they're so nervous about it still, like I'll wear my mask with them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, mostly everything is like, it's weird to like go into a store without a mask on. Yeah. And that's something I can do. And it's, I'm so like dependent on the mask that like, if I don't have it on, I feel naked. I don't know. Mm. Is that weird? That's kind of weird. <laughs> no, I, I don't, I, I really don't think it's weird. I mean, for me, it's, it, it was just mostly surreal. Cause I only just this only for a week have I been technically fully vaccinated because you they say you need the two weeks after your yeah. second shot. If you have the ones they require too. Uh, before you're, they consider you fully vaccinated. So only this past weekend have I gone out with an, any, anybody. Like, and we, and like, and Hillary, because Hillary's uh, going to be out for a bit. So, uh, like, we just opened up and we like did way too much over the weekend. We went out to dinner twice, you know, we went to our friend's house for a barbecue. Uh, maskless indoors and outdoors hangouts. Um, And it was like, the whole thing was surreal and a little uh, overwhelming. Like uh, on uh, the first time we went out, we went Thursday and we, we met some friends who were in from out of town and we went to a a French restaurant and Ventura Boulevard and we ate inside. Like that's how it launched. And I couldn't sleep. Like when I got home, I was just too wired to sleep and I didn't feel it. It's not like, it's not like when I was hanging out, I was like, Oh yeah, I got like, I was on cocaine or meth or something. Yeah. It's just like <laughs> when I got home, you know, as, as mellow and chill as the evening was when I got home, I was just keyed up. I couldn't sleep, but You're I haven't, happy. yeah, I haven't done that for more a year and a half. I haven't done that yet. Yeah, it's it's so weird. Like I still carry a mask with me just in case. Like if I need to go to a store and they're like, you need to wear a mask. I like I'm not gonna bitch about it. I'll just wear a mask, go get my shit, and leave. But like, um, 
I don't know. My kids are like really nervous about it, but my, we're having a birthday party for my son next weekend. Yeah. Next Saturday. And we're going to have tons of kids here. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, like that would get, I mean, because the kids aren't, I don't How old are your kids? Uh, Brendan's going to turn eight next weekend. And then Jonas is five. Okay. So, I mean, that's the, that's the thing that would make me nervous only because the kids can't be vaccinated. I'm lucky yeah. in that my son is 15. So, and he's gung ho about getting vaccinated. He's already yeah. fully vaccinated. Um, but the, the little kid thing, I, I mean, I feel like if I was a parent, I would, I would be nervous. I would definitely be wearing a mask, uh, you know, with in the, in a, in a situation like that. I feel like, well, we're going to be outside mostly unless it rains, but um, I feel like we're pretty good because the adults that are there are vaccinated. So uh, their kids, I feel like would be like safe. I don't know. School well, and, now we'll yeah. and now they're saying it's, you know, even really technically before being outside without a mask was probably not that as bad as <laughs> it's like the messaging has been mixed, but I would imagine that's okay. But I would totally get it if, uh, you know, we were invited to a little kid's party for whatever reason and they were like, wear masks. Uh, you know, I go with the host. I go with the store that I'm going into, restaurant, whatever the protocol is. I mean, like the other time we went out to eat this weekend, it was all outdoors. I mean, it was a restaurant that had an indoors, but it was completely still shut down the inside yeah. except the bar. And everybody was eating outside and we got there and we got to the host stand, you know, and our friends had the reservation and they asked that we put on masks. We're all outside. <laughs> so we all put on masks and then they walked us a few, like 12 feet away to our yeah. table and then we got to remove our masks. And I was like, okay, so now this feels silly. silly. I mean, that feels silly. It does. Great minds. It does. <laughs> but but at the same time whatever it is that's m making them comfortable in doing that fine yeah. i don't think you know the, the thing is is like people who are anti this stuff and have been from the beginning are always screaming that it's fascism when they themselves are the fascists we know this we know we know this but they're always and 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 when it gets that silly it's sort of like well you know, maybe Bill Maher has a little bit of a point here when it's that silly. But at the same time, what's the big fucking deal? You put on a mask, you walk 12 feet, you take it off. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. if we like talked about this forever, we would never stop talking about it. <laughs> no, like I just think it's such a minor thing to do. I don't know. I never had an issue with it. I, well, it was weird because like when it first happened, I remember going into Aldi and like seeing people wearing masks and I wasn't because it was like mandatory when I was there. And I was like, what a bunch of dorks. And then like later, like it got worse. And I was like, okay, okay. I see you. <laughs> Smart move guy. Yeah. yeah I, there's all, all these nuances. Cause I've had friends, you know, who are not like anti-maskers by any, stretch their pro maskers but who would get uh, like make fun of people they saw in a car you know, yeah. sitting traffic, wearing their mask in the car and i was like you know i don't think you're wrong 
uh, about that being unnecessary, but it might be necessary. Like what if they're an Uber driver or some shit, yeah, you know, Uber driver, they're a delivery person. And why take your mask off every five seconds and put it back on sort of thing. Maybe it's not your car. Maybe you borrowed the car and drive and you're being respectful. Yeah. Who knows? But at the same time, I understand making fun of it because you see it and it's like, oh, huh. I'm that asshole that's like, and when like somebody says that, I'm like, but you don't know if they're like, like the Uber Lyft driver or like delivery person or like they're transporting people to the doctor. Like, whatever. I don't know. I'm, I'm that jerk that ruins everyone's time. No, I get that. I'm kind of uh, insufferable uh, uh, too on on that level. Um, I will point out the the holes in a, in an argument, and I did when people like were like, I actually said those things. Well, there's a lot of reasons you could be wearing a mask in a car. And, you know, I listed them, and I didn't say, well, why the fuck do you care? Exactly. Why does? And you know what? I did say that to either one of my friends or my boyfriend i was like why does it matter it's not affecting you at all yeah i don't know hearing it (laughs) before the pandemic happens and this uh quote unquote antifa was in the news uh, (laughs) and i'm not like i i consider myself anti-fascist a hundred percent uh I'm 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 more passionately anti-fascist than I think a lot of people in the United States, uh, 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 but I never wore you know an antifa mask. But before the the pandemic, there was all this talk of people wearing these weird you know face neck scarf things that they had, yeah. uh, and calling themselves and that was a symbol of antifa. And uh, and I I remember like right before the pandemic, I saw like a father and son wearing these things and fishing at Lake Balboa. This sounds and, and I and I did not think to myself, what I just wondered, well, is that an organization? Because those are the masks that everybody said, but it's just a father and son fishing. So I don't know. I don't know who they are or what the thing is, but they're I was also like, I don't give a shit that they're wearing masks. I don't care. And that was before mm-hmm. the pandemic. I don't care how scary they are. They're not coming at me. You know, if you come at me, in a hockey mask, you know, yeah. Well, that could also be Casey Jones and you might be a member of the foot clan. And you didn't know it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, good... right now. <laughs> <laughs> Solid point. But also, fish like the scales. If you rub them back, you can hurt yourself. So maybe they were just getting weapons. Are you a uh, 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 do you call it a fisherwoman or a fisher person? Do you fish? Nah, I haven't been fishing in a long time, but like I grew up, like when we had an Uncle Sammy, and we used to go fish in his ponds and like dig up worms and use them as bait. I'm such a freaking redneck, I swear. No, no, <laughs> that's not, no, I mean, I don't think that many people would consider me or my family rednecks, but I went fishing when I was a kid with my Uncle Jerry. Yeah. Nice. That's how you knew if you, slide your hand the wrong way on a fish it hurts that's how yeah. you do that oh yeah for sure no like and i know how to clean a fish i've cleaned a fish i know how to do it i haven't done that. it's gross i don't like it 
Like I, I have a friend of mine used to work in a, and she doesn't eat. She to this day she doesn't eat uh, a red meat anymore, but because she used to work in a butchery. Mm, and, I bet and, it smelled great. Yeah, and and and, and a meat packing plant. So she <laughs> she can't she can't do cows. She can't do. No? I remember this. Okay, so my dad used to go hunting all the time. We always, with my dad, we always lived in the mountains. I have so many stories, but I remember this one time my brother, myself, and our friend Jason, because his dad and my dad were like best friends. We walked into their garage right as they were like cutting down like a gear, like cutting down insides, mm-hmm. like getting all the gross shit out. Oh, they were gutting it's like it. Burned, yeah, it's burned into my brain. Like, I've never forgotten that. So gross. Yeah. Gross. I was like six. Yeah. I I mean, like I, I grew up in old school, you know, Massachusetts education where we had to dissect animals. So. Sorry. Yeah. No. Oh, good. Get a beer. You know, in, in biology, you had to dissect a, I had to dissect a fetal pig and a frog and shit like that. Are you freaking kidding me? You had to do a pig? Yeah, fetal pig. Like a, oh. pig, a, a stillborn pig. Yeah, it was great. We actually did uh, our dissection of the fetal pig, which was uh, my uh, teacher, Mr. Melby, who was later uh, committed to an insane asylum. Uh, in the year he was teaching me, but his favorite thing was the fetal pig. I've you've never seen a man, a grown man, so excited about doing something with uh, young been people. The first sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, so we did that, but we actually it happened on on Valentine's Day, where we dissected the fetal pig. So uh, the girl I had a crush on, Julia. Uh, you know, who was like two lab tables away. I, I, when I cut the heart out, I walked up to her and I said, will you be my Valentine? She was really mad and didn't think it was funny, but I, I thought it was, you know, I would have like, oh, yeah, taken it home with me. <laughs> <laughs> I would have put it in my freezer forever. <laughs> she was not happy about it. She had a she had a twenty one year old boyfriend. It was not a pedophile. That's what they call him. Yep. Ugh. But they, you know, back then it was cool. I had a neighbor like that. She was like dating like this twenty six year old, and I was like, "This is not normal." But how I was old? Like, she how was old? like fifteen or sixteen, and she was dating a twenty five year old. Yeah, it was gnarly, and he was so what? gross. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, the like, how are you with uh, like adults? Like adults, like eighteen and over age differences, though. Like somebody who's fifty six dating someone who's nineteen. Like, oh what, yeah. Like, if you see that, how would do you judge it? I. Well, you know what? I'm going to fucking be honest and be like, yeah, I do. It depends on like, but also I'm kind of jealous because it's usually like a cougar or like a sugar daddy 
thing. And like, mm-hmm. I want somebody to buy me things. <laughs> I just, I just, yeah. I get, it's like first I might judge, but then I'm just like, oh, I, I always say this about like, you know, my uh, domestic situation uh, is, you know, being an actor is I'm home a lot, you know, uh, being the kind of at the level actor I am, I have a lot of time. So I, I am essentially the homemaker. I take care of, you know, neatening up the house and yeah. doing the bills and doing a lot of the grocery shopping and all that. And it, it really doesn't bother me. Uh, and, and my wife is a, is a school teacher, you know, so she has this full-time job. So when things are shit for me, like that teacher salary keeps us alive, um, which, you know, fluctuates in in my business all the time. (laughs) Uh, and I always say, fucking, why aren't you paying teachers properly? Because I'll, I'll quit acting in a second and dedicate myself to making Hillary's domestic life. A, a 1950s dream. I'll, I'll I'll be that housewife. I'm ready to. You you know, it's just she can't afford it, and it's That's not it. her fault yeah. that she can't. Afford it. She has a master's degree. I'm not educated on that level. She's a she's got a master's degree, and she's an educator. And you know, she should have a, a slave man at home. Uh, who's uh, throwing out his back constantly? You know, keeping the floors clean. I get that. I don't know. Like when when I was married, um, my ex expected me to get the kids ready for daycare, drop them off at daycare, go to work full time, get the boys, come home, make dinner, and have the house clean. And I was like, I'm doing what I can. But like kids don't listen to their moms ever. And I need him to know that, but he won't it's not, but it's not the moms. I'm telling you, it's, it's, if you're the parent who is, and it's, you know, traditionally the mom, but if you're the parent who the kid's seeing all the time and the parent yeah. is cleaning up and asking the kid to chip in, then you become the sort of bad guy or the nag as they're called. You know, the oh, yeah. That's what they're, but I am that. I, I just want you to know that that I don't think it's a gender thing. I think it's a, I think it's a, a, a professional positioning of, yeah. of you know, a, a societal positioning of, of things. I don't think it's actually gender related at all. I, I really don't. Cause I'm, that's me. I'm, I'm the, I'm naggy mom. I'm the one it, Colby. Here's your socks. You forgot to bring those up to your room. You know, that's me. Yeah. No, I love it. You know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I was definitely wrong. No, no. That wasn't a, that wasn't a, 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 I wasn't being critical of you on that level. No, I was just saying. No, you're right though. Because like, uh, I don't know. The thing that pisses me off the most is like, so my kid goes to like therapy and like see psychiatrists and all this stuff because he has ADHD. Everyone knows that I have it. I'm pretty sure his dad has it, but whatever. And my youngest has it for sure. Um, but like, they're always like, the mom is usually like the safe space. So whoever is like the safe space is the one that gets fucked over the most. And I'm just like, should I make them scared of me? Like, they're like, 
well, their dad has like a lower voice, a lower tone voice. And that's why I'm just like, mm. I don't think it's, I mean, maybe that's, I don't think so. Lower tone voice. I don't buy that. Who said that to you? I don't remember. It was a long time ago. It was probably a friend or unwanted advice. It sounds like it, whoever said that is an asshole. It doesn't, <laughs> make, doesn't make any sense. I think it's purely, I, I, I think, you said it right. It's it's a safe space. Yeah. So when you're in the safe space, that, that's what nobody ever says about safe spaces is a safe space makes somebody safe to be an asshole without retribution, you know, because it's their safe space. That's what, you know what I mean? Like yeah. maybe because the idea of being polite to people and respectful uh, uh, of, of, people's things around me doesn't seem like that big a deal, but maybe that's what people who are critical of the safe space concept are talking about is that it, it, it makes whoever's safe space it is too all powerful because there's people in your space who aren't you. Well, I think it's also like, um, like the kids can be pissed at me for something I did. And like, I'm still going to love them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Whereas, I mean, like they're okay. I'm not going to talk too much shit on their dad. Cause he is a good dad. He's a shitty ex-husband, but like the stuff that they do with me, they would never do with their dad. Like Jonas gave me the finger like six times last weekend. <laughs> I was like, I like, I just want to, I don't want to break his fingers, but I just want to be like, flick him hard or something and be like, dude, what the hell? Well, like, sometimes yeah. it's kind of funny. So I'm not, maybe I'm not a good parent. That's the worst when a kid <laughs> is being uh, ornery and, and cursing or whatever. And it, it's hard not to laugh. It is. Yeah. Like when Colby does, and like Colby will sometimes, I mean, especially when he was smaller, he's, he's pretty good now. You know, he does teenagery shit now, but like he would never be <laughs> as like woefully disrespectful as he could be when he was little, when he was lashing out. But yeah, I, that, that shit would, I, it would, I would immediately want to laugh. It would be about choking back laughter and then being stern and telling him he's wrong. You know what I mean? And that's a that's a tough place to be. <laughs> like it is, man. Especially like I swear to God, my kids like Jonas wants to be me. Like everything needs to be a joke, and so like his delivery of things is like amazing. It's so good sometimes. I'm just like Jonas. That was great, but also don't ever do that again. I'm sure he's like what (laughs) yeah it doesn't make any sense (laughs) I I guess we we got lucky because we started talking to Colby very so now when we say that stuff he gets it Yeah. like we were really little and we started dealing with cursing Mm -hmm. you know because he would hear hear people curse myself I'm really I have a foul I have a foul mouth I get it from my grandfather there's nothing I can do I I just worshipped my grandfather I thought he was great and he cursed a lot and he was great he was a good person and he was funny but he just cursed a lot Uh, he was verbally you know politically incorrect but he was not a monster if that makes any sense yeah (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
he was not an actual, I mean, he wasn't any of those things. He would just say words that were wrong and I would never say right now, but they were, it's a weird in context thing. Was he racist? Yeah. He's a grandfather of mine. So yeah, there was racism involved, but it was casual and not aggressive, I guess is the best I can say about it. Um, but I, I, that like, because I looked up to him and he made me laugh whenever I saw him and he took me out and he showed me the coolest things. He took me to see RoboCop, you know, he, he, t- he took me to see Star Wars. Like, like he took me, to, he was on top of the cool shit. He was the first guy in his like farmer's Valley, Massachusetts, Hicktown neighborhood to have a television. That's how the first guy, first guy in his town to have an actual computer. I mean, this guy, would love technology I and mean, love, you know, stuff that was new. So I would see all of it through mm-hmm. him and his love of gadgetry and, and he loved, you know, violent movies. So he, you know, took me all the, <laughs> the good ones like commando and, and, and first blood and all that shit. So, you know, I saw all this through his eyes. So, and he was, you know, he would just curse it. He was just cursing all the time. So, that's that's how it is yeah i've been like um for the last couple weeks of school our neighbor um her babysitter like bounced whatever so i've been like getting her daughter off the bus whenever i could meanwhile my kids are still themselves which are little assholes i probably said like god damn it like one million times in front of this little sweet girl and i'm just like i'm sorry i say bad (laughs) words all the time please don't repeat them She's been pretty good lately, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, and the the thing we said to my son from the get go was, "Look, you can curse around us. You can yes. say whatever you want. There's certain words that if you say them around us, we're going to have a long conversation every time. So just know what those words are that you can't say, and the, you know, or slurs, you know, racial." sexual whatever kind of slurs that we don't hassle with but words like fuck and shit yeah piss and all that nonsense and (laughs) and taking the taking the lord's name in vain we don't care you can say jesus christ till you're blue in the face god damn it as much as you want you know uh but we said you, you know you can say those things around us but then when you're out in the world you have to understand that there are people and they're not bad people uh, necessarily, <laughs> but there are people who will be horrified and upset that you said yeah. Jesus Christ in that manner. So yeah. you're unnecessarily upsetting somebody um, and, and you don't need to do that. If you need to do that, do it, but understand there will be repercussions for those actions. Yep. That person might become violent towards you as a result of that button pushing. Sometimes that's necessary. Sometimes it's necessary to push a button and get in a fight. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but it, you know, we just said, if you don't curse, if you're polite around people initially, and then you'll find the people who you can curse around, you know, yeah, and think it's great and you'll have your fun. Uh, just understand like when you're walking into a situation, just be respectful of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the things that upsets some people. I mean, the boys are always like, mom, can we say this word? Um, And I'll like, think about it. I'll be like, okay, you can say this around me, but don't ever, ever say it around your dad or your grandma. Uh Yeah. 
And that's it. But like they <laughs> take it to the extreme sometimes. Like my soon to be eight year old called someone an effort and I was like, where did you even learn that? And like, <laughs> I don't even say that. <laughs> well, uh, do they play video games or watch yep. TV or anything? Roblox and, and YouTube. So they say they've heard it. I mean, there's no way. I mean, that's sort of why we were, we, we were talking to Colby about all that. And, and we've been very, uh, uh, very candid about talking to him about pornography. Um, you know, because we know he's going to have access to it. Yeah, for and, sure. And he can see it if he wants to. I mean, so it wasn't even, you know, you know, when we first found him on the, you know, on his phone, he was looking at naked ladies when he was a little kid. And we were oh, like, did well, you Google it, naked ladies. Yeah, it was the sweetest thing. He, oh my he, God, that's so cute. I love it. Okay, he sorry. ultimately <laughs> like he, he he googled something that led him down a bad road, which is which is why we ha- like why you have to have a conversation with your kids about porno very young, yeah. if they're on the internet. Uh, but he just innocently googled something and found this weird thing, and then was <laughs> like, "Oh, where have I found? Where have I seen?" Because all he wanted to see was naked ladies. He was like, "Where have I seen naked ladies?" He's like, "Oh yeah, Monty Python," because we showed him all the Monty Python movies when we were kids. You're so he. Yeah, Those yeah, we're great. Great. he'd seen he'd seen <laughs> all the naked parts because of Monty Python, um, and and he wanted to see more of them. So that's what it wound up. <laughs> he was just looking at naked ladies from Monty Python movies. So that was, you know, was sweet. But then we were like, okay, so here's here's what you need to know about looking for pornography on the internet. Don't look. You will be very scarred for life. <laughs> yeah, there's stuff, that's what we told him. There's stuff you cannot unsee, and it, yes. and if I could have been, if I my my wife would not stand for it, but there are plenty of uh, very explicit tales I could tell of things that I will never unsee that I just saw on internet pornography and uh, like deeply upset me. I'm just like, or, why? Or why? just changed my life forever. I'm, various reasons yeah it's and and just that warning alone i think has resonated with him so he's he stays away from the internet porn so it's good as far as i know and i i imagine if he is seeing stuff he's he doesn't seem psychotic yet so yet i'm just kidding my kids do (laughs) they're young i'm joking i keep a very close eye on them <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of have to, I guess, a certain degree. So, so what, what, what has gotten you through this uh, pandemic? Like, so you've been what? You've been working out of home? Have you been working? What's what's been happening? Um, my tolerance for booze is like super high, and I've been smoking a lot of weed, so. Like, more than usual. Like, I don't, <laughs> I like, I could make, like, 20 bucks of weed last weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm lucky if I can make 40 bucks last a week. Yeah. But also, like, my dog, like, will yell at me all the time. Like, I've hung up on a few people today because they just, like, started yelling at me. And I'm like, I don't deserve this. And they would keep going. And I'm just like, you know what? I hang up. Were these 
uh, were these higher ups uh, yelling, managerial types yelling at you, or no, were these customers? Customers, yeah, yeah. Well, and like, I don't. I'm always super sweet. Like my my boss gives me like the hard calls, and I I'm brace myself for it, and I'm super nice, and like everything's gravy. But like today, I feel like everyone was just pissed. And like people would just like start yelling at me and I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing this. I don't deserve it. Call back when you want to be nice and like hang up. That's funny because I like somebody this morning that I hung up with that afternoon. Sorry, go. I was just going to say, I, I just heard on the BBC World News, I think yesterday, there was a whole story about the uptick in consumer assholery in, yes. uh, in across industries like on planes and in stores and it's just intense and like some big chain and I'm blanking on which one it was, but like actually uh, like Walmart or somebody reached out to their consumers, you know, via their email lists or whatever and said, please, if you see an altercation, don't be afraid to step in and say something. <laughs> oh my God. staff. <laughs> They're asking their customers to break up fights because they I cannot. Would I would. I'd be like, I will not. I will. I'm surprised I haven't, like, I haven't seen any of these altercations that you see on the internet. I, I, I haven't seen one. I haven't seen any quote unquote Karens freaking out on people. And I would love to. I would love to have a shot, especially now that I'm vaccinated. Love to have a shot to get in a shouting match with a with a Karen or a whatever Karens are married to. Oh shit! I never probably Kyle's. <laughs> Karen and Kyle's. Well, I'm married. My name's Todd. I'm married to Hillary. We're the couple. We're like every '80s preppy douchebag couple in a movie was named Todd and Hillary. They were like the worst people. The worst. Yeah, but like- I don't know. You, I feel like you guys aren't the worst people. So nailed it. No, we're not. We've we've lived, uh, you know, outlived our our names, bad stereotypes. But I, I feel bad because I know so many actual Karens. I know so many actual Karens. Do you want me to troll them? And they're almost all not assholes. Maybe the one that I didn't quite date in high school, but kind of dated in high school, is a little bit of an asshole. But beyond that, they're all lovely people. Hmm. Oh, wait, why are they Karens then if they're lovely people? Well, they're, they're just, they're, that's their actual name. Karen. All, oh my God. This is like not all men, not all Karens. <laughs> Jesus. But Karen's so specific, right? <laughs> Why does it have to be Karen? That's all. I don't know. I don't know. They just put a basic ass name. I was listening to a song one day and it was like, don't want to be another Ashley. And I was like, wait. And then it was like, stealing from like some store. And I was like, no, you steal from this store (laughs) because that's where I got my prom dress from. You You stole your prom dress? Yeah, but it was also like... It wasn't like one of those big giant things. It was like a little tiny thing. I stole them from Boss Cobs. My friends and I used to go to the mall and have like challenges of who could steal the coolest thing. 
So I sold my prom dress. I had a friend steal popcorn. The other friend, I don't remember what he stole. I feel like it was something from Hot Topic, which is like the easiest. <laughs> That's the easiest place to steal from. Oh my God, yes. I mean, now I buy from there, but like when I was a teenager, I'm going to try and steal shit because teenager. I, I didn't. I never, I mean, I, I like clothes didn't matter to me when I was a kid, but I did steal stuff. I stole stuff that mattered to me. Uh, the, you know, we had the local market in my small town and I did, I did pocket some candy bars from that place. Um, managed to distract whoever was working the counter and get them in the back of the store with a friend of mine so I could steal both porno magazines and a bottle of booze, which nice. wound up which wound up being brandy, which was not a good my friend was not happy about that steal. Mm-hmm. But it was it was like a it was a panic steal. I had the I had like several magazines up my shirt and then I had to grab booze too. That's a lot to ask. I would have turned you in. I'm mean, like this son of a bitch got the worst news. Oh, Brandy! <laughs> <laughs> and then when I was really young, uh, and I and I would some I would I would spend a week in the summer at my grandparents. They had like a they called it a camp, you know, but it wasn't a tent. It was like a shack on a lake. It was cool. Oh, um, like Crystal Lake. Yeah, it was like that. It was like that. Uh, except there was no Jason. It never bothered me. But there was a pathway <laughs> through the woods behind the house, and you could go, and it would empty out at the at, at the nearest convenience market, which was half a – it was somebody's house, and they had a mar- – one of their rooms was a market. <laughs> <laughs> so you go in there, and they have, like, you know, junk food and – beer and stuff like that. So, uh, and then porno, you know, they'd have porno. Uh, uh, so I would walk, I would walk, it was called Mildred's. That was the name of the convenience mark Mildred's. So I'd go to Mildred's through the woods, you know, and, you know, and I'd always eye the magazines, you know, and then I'd buy something and I'd leave, you know, go back through the woods. And then this one time I got up the guts cause there was nobody in there. I was in there for a while, like pretending to shop, Oh, should I get this candy bar? And nobody came for a while. And there was a, a a door that went to the rest of the house, you know, behind the the counter. That I mean, that's how it was like a converted. They converted their garage into a store, and then they lived behind the store. And nobody was coming for the longest time. So I like tucked a penthouse under my shirt, and I ran back through the woods, and then hid it under a mattress, and uh, and. It took me a long time to look at it. And when I did, I felt horrible. <laughs> oh my God. You sound like me in like fifth grade. I stole like chalk from a teacher, a chalk holder, and then I brought it back. I felt so guilty. <laughs> oh, I wasn't going to bring it back because I wouldn't, I did not want to get caught. Like, yeah, duh. And no, exposed you did the smart for thing. returning that. But it was like, there was so much guilt because I had stolen it. Boom. First guilt. Second guilt was it was pornography, you know, and third guilt was that I liked it. So it was, I was a mess as a result. Oh, wait, did this. you go to church then? Yeah, yeah. I went to church yeah, until I was in church, in man. College. Yeah, yeah. Catholic, Catholic, I was. Oh, my God. Ian's a Catholic. I've dated so many Catholics 
And I think they like me because I'm a sinner. <laughs> I'm sure that's true. I'm, uh, I'm sure yeah. that's true. Yeah. Catholics are, are drawn to the things that are, uh, well, I said this to a friend of mine and I was like, why does, you know, as they say in Catholicism, impure thoughts have to be such a, 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 a horrible thing. Like why, like why is sex, you know, it's gotta be naughty. You know, it's, that's the thing. And he was like, well, we're Catholic. So from the get go, you're told that something that you want biologically is disgusting and wrong. Yep. So you get to a certain point and as anybody does in their adolescent development, where that, which is you're told things are wrong and you don't know why for so long. And then, you know, the wronger yeah. they are, the more attractive they are. Yeah. I was Lutheran. So basically I could fuck up and be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then like, I'm gravy. So thank you, Nana and Grampy for that religion. Well, you can technically you can do that in Catholicism too, but Lutheranism, as I recall in my town, was like the uber liberal version of Christianity. Because I remember the first time I saw the movie Children of the Corn <laughs> in the basement of the Lutheran church Wonderful. in our town. And they, they had a slumber party. You know, the church had like a cafeteria you know where they'd have events oh no i know was it in the bottom of the church yeah 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 the the church basement yeah yeah so we were (laughs) down there and we had we brought our sleeping bags you know and and the fancy people had like actual you know mats to put under their sleeping bags so they weren't yeah that well i didn't need to sleep on the hard tile i wasn't gonna sleep anyway but it was like and it was a co-ed sleepover which is crazy that's crazy no, to have happen no, in the no, basement no. of a church it's not crazy. all they have to do is guilt you and you're not going to do anything wrong they did sort of have like a like a thing about that which but it, but like as a catholic i was very surprised because if you not that there would be a basement catholic basement hangout sleepover thing co-ed that wouldn't happen but if it did they would just not say anything because nobody says anything they just assume you know you'll be damned and why would you why would you do something that will get you damned and they you know it's a don't ask don't tell policy in the catholic church their guilt is so effective and strong that they know they don't need to worry about it but i remember the guy in the lutheran church going yeah and no alcohol and no alcohol and no drugs and all that stuff. And we didn't, there was none of it. There was no alcohol and drugs, but I still thought it was funny that I was watching children of the corn in a church basement. That's amazing. And that's yeah. why Lutherans are superior. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. No, I'm not, I'm not religious at all. As far as Christianity is concerned. Yeah. The, the Lutherans and the Unitarians, are more uh, cool than the Catholics and the Presbyterians, but it's all garbage. I mean, in my personal opinion, no hard saying. I'm I'm pr- I absolutely 100 percent pro freedom of religion and all that. But yeah, I'm just gonna be nice because it's nice to be nice. Unless somebody's an asshole, then I'm gonna be an asshole to them. 
Yes, we don't need we don't need religion to be ethical. True. Um, yeah, I just think I like for me, you know, and there's nothing I could do about it, and I don't pretend there is. But for me, it's frustrating religion because it always seems to be the backbone of stupidity. <laughs> and, yes, and, and and the lack of progress and the lack of evolving. It's like standing in the way of. Uh, all that's good. And I don't, I, I don't and never will understand it. Uh, but yeah. I can't say that you shouldn't get to do or believe in that. It's not, I'm not, I'm not a fascist. It's a hard thing to be a fascist, uh, an anti-fascist and, you know, anti-religious at the same time. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to do both those things. My kids believe in God and like I tell like we've had this whole we've had a whole conversation about it, which was very weird. Um, but like they know I don't believe in God. I'm like, you guys can believe in it, it's whatever you want. But then like they'll ask if they can say like Jesus Christ. And I'm like, I don't know, what do you think? And they're just like, probably not. And I'm like <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm an atheist and I can say whatever the hell I want. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, how diehard and the, the atheism is interesting to me because I, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a person who disbelieves in God any more than I'm a person who believes in God. So, so you're agnostic. Is, well, that's the uh, Christian word for it. Yeah. I was totally there for that, but like, I, that's how I was like after eighth grade. But once my grandpa, my grampy who taught Sunday school, went to church every Sunday, died from pancreatic cancer, like in two weeks, like he got um, diagnosed and then died. I was like, you know what? There's no God. So if there's a make a wish and I get cancer, I'm going to wish to punch fucking God in the face. <laughs> I think Make a Wish is just for children uh, who are dying of cancer. But all right, well, I'm I mean, gonna find like, a kid and be like, whisper in their ear and be like, "Can you just <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Who are you?" <laughs> I th- <laughs> I would like to punch God in the face for a whole other bunch of reasons. Uh, but that's just me. If there is a God, like what I want to say as an agnostic, maybe there is, I would like to punch him in the face. I'm not a fan. I'm certainly not a fan of the Christian God. Cause it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, Why the fuck would you let the Holocaust happen? Yeah. What's the test? What's the test that you, uh, yeah. What, why would you let Donald Trump happen? Why would you let any of this shit happen? If you're benevolent, my thing is like, you're not supposed to trust Satan or whatever, but like maybe God is Satan and it's like a whole topsy turvy thing. And I don't know. I think about Q- it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if there's a, if there's a conspiracy theory to have that, <laughs> it, that makes actual sense to me that, that Satan is actually cool and God is an asshole, but he's convinced all of us that he's not while, making making us run our lives in these weird topsy-turvy ways that make no sense. Yeah. Denying science, you know, controlling other people's bodies, all those things that God and Jesus and everybody who's 
God. They all do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's Scientology or Buddhism or something. Someone's trying to control somebody else's body somewhere in the religion. <laughs> so, yeah, why? Why? <laughs> why? What does that do for you? I don't I feel know. like I would just like do things just to piss off the government. Like, oh, like, okay, so it's supposed to be like separation of church and state. We all know that, but it's not. So sometimes I just want to like do things that's gonna piss them off. Yeah. But I'm not gonna get like pregnant and get an abortion. I've already had two. So <laughs> you've taken care of that shit. Good yeah, there should be like I want if there was like a punch card, like I would get a free hoagie, then maybe. Don't if I was, if I was like Bill Gates rich, like that uh, Elon Musk rich, you know, stupid rich. If I was stupid rich, I would run for president without any uh, political experience whatsoever, without fear, first of all. But I would make my entire platform to make abortion mandatory and see how well I would do. Not well. No, no, no. Hear me out. Because I would sell it. I would sell it. It fixes, I mean, it, like, fixes, it fixes a lot of progressive agendas out of the gate and it fixes a lot of conservative uh, agendas as well because it cuts off the population. No more liberals will be born. No more conservatives will be born, you know, uh, except that one. I mean, we've all seen children and men. They'll be like, they'll be slip throughs, you know, or like uh, what's that <laughs> Highlander guy movie? Uh, fortress, you know, they slip through the baby slipped through even in a very controlled state, but you know, why not? It's the one platform nobody's running on, yeah. But it's pro like pro abortion, so I mean, like pro choice. No, no, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm taking it to the next level. I'm, I'm doing what so you're making people have abortions, yeah. It's, it's, it's they're mandatory if you get pregnant, you there's no more babies. There's no more babies. You don't think you can run on that? I bet I could run on that and and win. Bet I could. I bet you could, though. I don't know my stance yet. I have to think about it. Well, not nobody's running on it. It's like not really an issue yet. That concept. It's you know pro-choice or pro-life or the two things is not pro-abortion. You know what I mean? But that. But but the pro. Choicers have been painted as pro-abortion. Yeah, it's real. Mm -hmm. So if people are voting for them because they are pro-abortion, I'm just saying maybe there's an untapped Democrat. Half the country doesn't vote. Half the country doesn't vote. It's not all all white dudes that I've dated. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe they'd be pro-abortion. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. I don't think it's going to work because, like, pro-choice, like, makes it their um, mission to say that they're pro-choice, not, like, one or the other. So, like, you're going to get a lot of people because everyone hates kids. They're (laughs) bastards. They're mean. They're stupid. They just want your money. Oh, my God. They're sugar babies. I can do that. This is bullshit. (laughs) 
This is all I'm saying. And, and, and I feel like it's an untapped demographic. And politics, being a politician, is just about getting the job. It's about getting voted in so you make the six-figure salary for a number of years. And I, I'm, I'm ready to do it. I don't need to not be a bad guy. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, that's how I feel about the stock market. And um, I just started investing. Well, no, that's a lie. I've definitely invested in stocks before, but it's been like through like companies that pick their stocks. But now like I'm picking my own and I'm just like, as much as I hate this thing, I know it's going to make money. And so I want to do that, like put money so into it. I don't have the discipline or faith in the market or understanding to, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. You know, I have, I have, you know, a couple of investments, you know, that are somebody else is dealing with. Yeah. I, I hope will, you know, put my kid through college or whatever, but, but I like the idea of playing the market myself. I, I like, how do you do that? Like how are, read you, a are lot. You, you, you read a lot of the wall street journal. You just look at those now, like, cause people would look at, I, I had friends like as far back as college who would be playing the stocks and they'd be looking at all those numbers in the newspaper back mm-hmm. then. I, you can look on, online now, obviously, but they'd yeah, be looking sure. through the paper and, and looking at these numbers. And I'd be like, what the f- fuck? That looks weird. It's like the matrix in there. Um, so I will say this ever since, I started doing like my own stocks and investments and shit. I definitely learned a lot. Like there's a new Alzheimer's drug to like, obviously help people with Alzheimer's. I don't know where I was going with that, but, um, (laughs) (laughs) but like, that's making money, right? It's making money. Yeah. And like, it's, they're saying like, it's going to make this much money, whatever. Like, I don't know. It's weird how much I know now versus like what I didn't know before it just to like predict the future. And well, obviously I'm not a witch. So predict the future. But don't tell my kids that because they do think I'm a witch. <laughs> I say it all the time, but like, so for the Alzheimer's um, drug, like it, they're trying to get it through the FDA. So like in the future, it's going to like go up. You just like read all these stories about like different things, but also it has a lot to do with it. I've noticed and I'm not happy about it. That's weird. So Reddit, like what you read on Reddit is reflected in the market very quickly. They quote it like they, okay. So I use an app and it gives you like stories um, for each like um, stock investment you have. You can just like click on it and I'll tell you like all the, things but like they always quote reddit first thing in the morning it's insane that is insane well god bless you if you make a lot of money uh i have i'd like to pitch you some ideas for independent films you could finance my friend does that and he got two films into film festivals and he's kicking ass right now wait so he gets films financed or he Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Well tell him about me. I will. I have a I have a pitch for him. All right, cool. But I, honestly, I honestly think it, it'll make a lot of money. I just need to find somebody who knows how to raise money for it. That's all. Yeah, no, he's great. He's beautiful, has perfect hair. 
I've seen him after a shower. He has emo hair, but like afterwards, he has very beautiful hair. <laughs> Is it about the hair? It's hair. <laughs> I have a thinning, shitty hair. That's what I have. I'm like Ian. He has really curly hair and he's like, I'm balding. I'm like, I don't fucking care. Well, it's like you can actually see it. Like if you look right now, my hair is really messy because I've been scratching my head. I look like Sonic. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but it's like you can see like how fat it is up here on front. But then when I lean over, it gets shorter back here. And it's because that's where it's thinning. It's like, it's and like if I, it's just bad. It sucks. I don't fucking like it. I know. You sound like Ian. It makes me so sad. Because I I don't know. I will shave my head. Like, if I give myself a stupid haircut, I'll just, like, shave my head. And I don't care. But he cares. I'm ready to shave my head. But the problem is, is that I'm a ginger and my eyebrows will still be ginger. And it's going to look fucking weird. People would be weird about it. I don't think they would. Maybe. I'll probably get more work, like, playing military guys and whatnot. Ugh. Good luck with that. Yeah, it's good money in playing military guys. You should get like a bald cap, or not a bald cap, but like a sh- like shaved head cap, and see how it goes. <laughs> well, I behind C three PO that you can't see. Well, I'll yeah, I'll give that a try. Um, anyway. so no, probably not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so uh, I know you need to wrap up your show. Uh, is what is? Should I do my plugs, or do you have plugs that you have to do? Mm, just my Twitter, I okay. guess. Smash, wait, no, fuck. Okay. Ash, smash, bagash, mash, dash, fuck. Is it? Mustache, ash, smash, bagash, like Oshkosh, bagash, but like ash, smash, bagash. Yeah. Is that the only thing that you got? Is there other stuff you want people to know about? No, I don't do cool things. Okay. That's cool. I don't either. I have I have nothing. I mean, like, look out for Wendy's commercials. That's all I have to. You know what? I love Wendy's, and I almost bought stock in them. My friend did, and it went up. So. Oh, it, when did it just go up? It just went up now? No, it was like a couple of days ago. It was like last week. Oh, but I'm just saying it may that may that may have been because of my ad campaign that's running. Maybe I don't know. Uh, well, probably. Duh. If, if it, yeah, it's probably it's all me. It's 100 percent me. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, do you so? Do you say goodbye? Do you have a sign off that you say to people at the end of the Toncast? No, because I'm just gonna rob. Um, Oh my god, what is that movie? <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, it's Drew Blank. Of course I would. And Will Ferrell is like my favorite person in the world besides Donald Glover. Oh Wait, what? I have to tell you something really quick. Two things gonna... really quick. Uh-huh. Is that okay? Yeah, go. Okay. So today would have been my wedding anniversary, but I hate my ex-husband. He's a douche. So I posted a picture of me in my wedding dress and Donald Glover kissing me. So that was a hit. Wait, was it a real picture? Or a, was it a real picture? Oh no, I used real, in, oh, okay. You, yes. you I I'll see. send it okay. to you. It's on I made it with MS Paint this morning very quickly. 
also, <laughs> David Duchovny, if you're listening, please unblock me on Twitter. And yeah, Twitter is what he What did me. you say to David Duchovny that got you blocked? I asked, could, I asked if he could tell my boyfriend happy birthday and he blocked me. That's it? Yeah. I have proof. All you asked was if he could, if you, you wanted him to say happy birthday to your boyfriend mm-hmm. and he blocked you for that. Yes. Okay. That's weird. He he couldn't, you know, just like give you a link to his cameo account or whatever. I the looked fuck? it up and there was nothing. Like, of course I did that first, but he could have just been like, no, I can't do it. And I'm like, oh, okay, sorry. No, he blocked me. I mean, I guess if you're like super rich and on that show and a couple other shows that are successful, um, maybe it gets boring. I don't know. Maybe. It makes watching X-Files very difficult. Whenever I get asked to do cameo-esque shit, I do it for free. And then maybe I shouldn't. But I do. I don't care. I just send people. It's a fucking video. I'm not going to s- charge somebody like to do something I do anyway. I, I'm fine. Okay. Well, you're sweet. Thank you for not blocking me. <laughs> you're welcome. That's a weird reason to block somebody. If I ever run into David Duchovny, um, I will. I can tell you this. Uh, I One time I uh, tested for a show uh, alongside French Stewart. Mm. Uh, you know who that guy is? Mm-hmm. He's a very cool guy uh, in, in person. Uh, I, I liked him in person. Lot, <laughs> well, he's a little weird on the on the camera. He's a silly guy, but he's fine. I, I like I like French Stewart. But anyway, uh, we were walking out of this test that I had completely bombed. He did very well, and neither of us got the part. But we were walking out, and it was at Fox, and there was a giant just picture of the of Duchovny and Gillian Anderson, and they look so in this picture they look so miserable. Good, you know what no, I mean. No, I don't but want Gillian like, miserable. <laughs> it, it was their yeah, it was their whole like that's how they always looked in those things. But I I you know I looked at French Stewart after bombing this network test that would have changed my life. If I hadn't, I looked at him and he said, well, I guess having a lot of money doesn't make you happy. (laughs) (laughs) And he laughed really hard. And I, you know, I was like, Oh, I made French Stewart laugh. Oh yeah, there we go. And then I could have been like, I can die now. Yeah. I mean, well, no, I mean, it's not like I made Kurt Russell laugh or something. It's, you know, it's just French Stewart. I'm not going to die on that one. I would. I'm very easy. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No. Also, I mean, I'm very easy in, like, a lot of ways. Okay, I'm sorry. You keep trying to, like, leave, and I'm just, like, keep talking to me forever. Okay, go. Go. We can do this again. We don't have to. This doesn't have to be a one time. We can do it again. You know, we'll do it again. Okay, cool. I'm into it. All right. So did you were going to have a, some kind of sign off. What was it? Uh, I can't. <laughs> Let me think about it. All right. Thanks for having me on your show. <laughs>